0: folks, and welcome to episode four of the Life Afloat podcast. My apologies for the length of time it's taken to post this episode. I think I'm finding it more of a challenge than I thought it would be to make the recordings and manage the files and then edit them while in my tent as I'm underway in my expedition. But I'm persevering and it's a learning curve for me. So um, hopefully uh, I'll become slicker and uh, more adept at um, managing uh, the workload. So anyway, this is uh, a recording I made on my first day back on the water properly on my expedition, having had um, nearly three weeks off with uh, with my Bell's palsy. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And uh, yeah, just sit back and, and relax. Wonderful. It's wonderful to be on the water again and paddling again. I'm uh, on my journey again. I set off this morning at uh, about half past eight this morning, so quite a good early start. Said goodbye to Carol and Jim. It was uh, sad to say goodbye. I um, felt very at home with them and very comfortable in their company. And they've been incredibly kind and generous and warm in how they've looked after me and hosted me Um, absolutely wonderful so i'll miss them and i'll miss their house and (coughs) and the comfort i think but i think i was getting too comfortable i noticed that last night um, when i was preparing to you know get my stuff ready while i was getting my stuff ready And I noticed that um, I was looking for an excuse to stay another day just because I enjoyed the comfort of the bed and the the warmth of the house and ready access to the internet. And of course being able to make a cup of tea whenever I felt like it. So it's good for me to um, get going again I think. Rejoin my journey. So I've been paddling for well, three hours now and um, just covered 17.7 kilometers i averaging six kilometers an hour which is <laughs> quite a surprise given that I've been off the water for I guess nearly three weeks now I suppose and having suffered Bell's palsy uh, which um, knocked me sideways to be honest yeah so I'm, <laughs> I'm pleasantly surprised It's not about the numbers of course, and um, it's about the quality of the journey, but it is a good feeling to know that um, I'm able to press on and cover the ground. So I've got no plan for where to stop tonight. I'm just gonna see how I feel during the day. I'm not going to um, push myself too hard, um, now that the the clocks have changed, get longer lights in the evenings, means I could potentially paddle later in into the evening if I wanted to, but um, I think what I'll do is paddle until about five I think, that means I'll have had a good day on the water, and um, see where I get to. If I get down to um, the end of Loch Harport, that will be good. I'm going well, so I'm pretty certain that I'll probably make it down there. But it's, yeah, it's just absolutely lovely to be paddling again. A real delight. And it's a gorgeous day as well. It's a bit of a hazy day. was. Well, it's clear. I can see good distances, but um, there's a kind of a hazy feel to the sky. No big clouds so that it doesn't look like it's going to rain the sea is calm wind is very very light so it's just wonderful to be paddling in these conditions to ease myself back into the the rhythm of the journey and uh, my health wise I'm, I'm doing okay I think my my head feels a little bit swishy, still. And um, I notice I've got this um, dreadful earache, which feels like it's deep within my skull, down by my ear, right here. It's not a constant ache, it, it, it kind of comes in spasms. And um, I think that's something to do with Bell's palsy, I think. I'm hoping that will ease, but my balance is good. That's the main thing. My arms work, my legs work. And again, I just want to say how grateful I am to be able to continue my journey, you know, having had the scare of a lifetime, I guess, thinking I'd had a stroke. Yeah, and to be so thoroughly examined and cared for by the NHS in Inverness, put back to rights again. So here I am. I think it's going to take me um, another f- five days to complete my circumnavigation of the Isle of Skye and then um, once I've been around the island I continue my way up the west coast of Scotland, mainland Scotland, going into every indentation, every lock and uh, just exploring all the way up to Cape Wrath and um, I've made the decision while I've been off the water not to go to the Hebrides on this journey that's quite a big decision really because I had had planned in my head that the Hebrides would be the next destination after the west coast but uh, I'd like to explore the north coast of Scotland and I'd like to get out to Orkney at least and um, and this is rather ambitious I guess but uh, it is possible for me in the time that I have left to even make it up as far as Fair Isle from, um, <clears throat> from Orkney and then back again. And then after Orkney back to the mainland of Scotland and uh, then down the east coast of Scotland where I have the choice of paddling through the Great Glen to get back to uh, Tobermory in time for my completion date which is the 28th of August this year the day that I turn 60 years old or if I have time in hand to paddle around the Aberdeen coast all the way down to the uh, Firth of Forth and then uh, take the canal from the Forth through to the Clyde and then make my way back from from there. But only time will tell whether that's going to be a possibility and uh, it's months away yet but uh, I feel a lot happier now that I I have a kind of like a long range plan in terms of knowing what to aim for really. I'm in um, Loch Harport now, a long finger of a loch stretching out of Loch Bracadale towards the Kulin Mountains which I have a fantastic view of, you can really make out the jagged nature of the Kulin Ridge, absolutely amazing. So um, it's the afternoon now and I've just um, paddled 30 kilometres which is a It's a good distance, I think, given that I've been off the water for a a few weeks and not very well as well. So I'm beginning to think maybe I should ease up a bit and maybe look for somewhere to camp. But it's only quarter to two, so I've still got the whole of the afternoon left. And I'm not feeling that tired just yet, but um, I think I need to be cautious. (laughs) You know, it's easy to push myself and keep going and then tomorrow I feel the effects of it and not feel very well. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know. There's a lovely spot coming up, I think. Looking at the map. And then after that, there are no real opportunities until the head of the loch a few kilometres away. So I'll have it a good look at this spot here, which is about half a kilometre away, and uh, make a decision. So, going well, feeling strong. Beautiful day, beautiful views. Lots of seals, no no otters yet. Um, I heard the eider ducks earlier, which was lovely. Hoo-hooing away. Definitely a spring day today, That's, uh, that's a certain. I feel quite warm underneath my dry suit at the moment. I feel a bit overdressed with my fleece underclothes. It's that time of year, isn't it, when uh, it could be warm one day and then pretty cold the next as we move from winter into, into spring. Well, I've arrived at the possible campsite uh, where the Meadale burn flows into Loch Harport and um, I think I'm going to press on to be honest I mean it is a lovely spot to camp but it's a little bit early yet and um, yeah I just want to make a bit more ground means there's less to do tomorrow (laughs) and uh, it's such a lovely day anyway it's good to make use of the the calm conditions. There's not a huge amount of choices ahead of me in terms of campsites, so um, I think I'll be paddling for another six kilometres, I think, or f- certainly five kilometres before I find a place where the ground levels out enough to pitch a tent and also somewhere where it's easy to land as well. Sunset is eight o'clock, so um, plenty of time. It's only two o'clock now yeah a bit of a breeze picking up now very very light though it's lovely absolutely lovely so peaceful near in the the head of uh, Loch Harport and have an absolutely stunning view of the Kulin Ridge absolutely incredible very very jagged and pronounced still some snow up there patches north facing slopes some of the gullies are still filled with snow absolutely lovely it's on my um tick list to do one day to do the whole ridge it's a mountaineering challenge that i've not managed to do yet in my career in the outdoors quite an undertaking i think most people take about two days to do it so you i think you kind of bivvy out halfway along which i think is quite fun sleeping out under the stars on the ridge lovely A bit of traffic noise in the background, paddling past Carbust. You can see the head of the lock now. So this is another choice for a a campsite, somewhere up here. A few spots I can see on the other side of the lock. So if I I wanted to I could paddle up to the head and then back out again for a couple of kilometres. It'd be lovely to have a, a camp spot where uh, I have the, a view of the mountains that would be fantastic. There might be something around the corner here. That's what I love. These little headlands and um, <laughs> not knowing what lies beyond. Uh, it's been a good day. I think I'm being repetitive now but it's been a good day. Fantastic. That's me at the top of Loch Harport. I'm not going to camp here, I don't think. It just doesn't seem pleasant enough, to be honest. A lot of flat ground, but um, looks quite damp. So uh, yeah, I'll just and the wind um, will just blow me out, I think. Uh, shallow bit now. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Still afloat. That's good. <laughs> Quite a breeze picking up, which is not a bad thing because uh, it'll just blow me out of the lock, which would be alright. So that's good. All good. Ah, I see a possible campsite. A few boats pulled up on a stony beach, a shingly beach. And behind it is a nice piece of flat ground. Looks possible. So I've paddled 35 kilometres, which is great. Really good. I'm pleased with that today. I've just been interviewed by uh, BBC Radio Scotland for their drive time program this afternoon it's quite funny speaking to uh, a presenter while sitting in my kayak but it's very nice of them to um, show an interest in my journey and gives me an opportunity to talk about what I'm doing which is lovely so I'm um, I'm gonna stop soon I'm beginning to feel quite tired and, uh yeah 36.5 kilometers good enough um, quite close to carbus now anyway and I doubt there'll be many places to camp along the uh, the shorefront of the village so uh I what sp- I can see something looks possible about uh, 400 meters away. Go and check it out. A little bit of rain in the air now. Not very heavy. That's another good reason to. Um, Get ashore, get the tent up before it begins to rain in earnest. Yeah. So I've enjoyed today. I've always wanted to paddle up this lock, Loch Harport, and now I've done it, which is great. So my paddling average has dropped white right, right down from. When I set off, I was paddling for the first couple of hours about 6.5 kilometres an hour I've gone right down to 5.4 which is an indication that I'm tiring Notice that I'm paddling and then drifting, paddling, drifting, paddling, drifting which tells me that I'm beginning to come to the end of my day There we are, I'm drifting again Well, it looks possible to land. I'll we'll have to see if there's um, a bit, enough flat ground there for me to put my tent up. It's funny the temperature's dropped as well now that the sun's gone. Still very wintry looking on the shore no sign of greenery in the trees or bushes grass still has that kind of pale green tinge to it yellowy brown bracken from the winter well i'm not sure i can camp there sadly there's a fence right along the shoreline fencing off the pasture Oh, there is a gate. I can see a gate. That's good. Maybe. Begin to think I should have stopped when I saw that lovely campsite an hour ago. Oh well. Press on a little bit, I think. I'm sure there'll be somewhere. Very smart houses. Paddling past a couple of houses with uh, very interesting designs. A lot of glass. See, maximizing the opportunity for a good view. There's a house here with its own private jetty. Incredible. Must be inexpensive to build. Crikey. Somebody with a lot of money. Bet your property goes at a pretty price along here prime real estate just landed beside Talisker Distillery and I'm going to camp here for tonight. Nice patch of flat ground and um, that will be me. So it's been a fantastic day. A really good day to reconnect with my journey and um, yeah it's just been really beautiful. Lovely all round. So thanks very much for listening and um, I hope you enjoyed this episode and uh yeah i'll be speaking to you again sometime soon best wishes bye